0: Everybody we are here. we're welcoming back everybody to Duke Snooks. We're on episode Blaine. give me the number sixteen beautiful, fantastic you did it. all right uh for welcome to Duke Snooks for movies and TVs and pop culture discussions. I am here with Blaine. He has a dog and he sometimes does trivia, but now it's every week, so he kind of always does trivia and then will he's a movie connoisseur and he also does our themes, our edits and he writes and he does movie
1: producing and such. How are you will? I You're try. Famous. Not, not very successfully, but I try. It's a good week. It's October. It's finally October. It's good. It's, getting, it's only getting better. All right, and speaking of October, we are on spooky season,
0: week one. Hooray, we did it. We did it. Hooray. All right. All right. We watched three movies this week. We watched A Nightmare on Elm Street. We watched Scream, and we watched Return, The Return of the Living Dead. All right, we're going to jump into these movies. Then we'll go into what we are watching. And then we'll also do some news. Well, remember, we didn't do the news last week. I forgot. (laughs) And then we'll talk about next week. We have plans. I have plans for the next three weeks. Kind of. Not really. (gasps) At least the two after. Not fully next week. But we'll get there when we get there. Cool. Sounds good. All right. The first movie we watched was A Nightmare on Elm Street. All right, Blaine. First time watching A Nightmare on Elm Street. What were your thoughts? Uh, It was good.
2: I I don't know what else to say because like I was surprised. I thought it was gonna be, I don't know what I was expecting, but I thought it was gonna be more scared. Um, basically, a scary dude was killing people in their dreams.
3: Was that uh,
2: cons- that was for perfect? You? That was yeah, pretty concise perfect. It. Heck yeah, it was good though. Um, I enjoyed it, and it was just enough creepiness that I enjoyed it, and not too creepy that I didn't. So. There you go
0: cool well what are your thoughts on the nightmare on elm street with all the more details
1: okay um i liked it i i've 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 always liked the um the freddy krueger character and uh it's it's directed by Wes craven who is a horror icon up there on the horror mount rushmore with like um john carpenter jordan peele <laughs> He has three movies. But he just, he, he's he's getting there. He's just started. But uh, yeah, so so Nightmare on Elm Street's pretty good. It, it's a, I mean, I think it's a classic. Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, and um, Jason Voorhees are kind of like the three iconic slasher villains. And Nightmare on Elm Street's different because it takes that kind of. Uh, I mean, Freddy's got more personality than the other two. He just does. Because he's, well, yeah, he's, he he's the only one that talks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's talking and making quips. And if you've ever seen any of the sequels, he just gets more and more of that. Yep. What's well, the same guy that does it, too? Yeah, it's always Robert England. Um, anyway, the, the Nightmare on Elm Street is pretty good. It's about uh, it's a universal fear of sleep and how like what if your nightmares could actually damage you? That's yes. pretty cool. There's also a lot of subtext going on that we'll talk about. Oh, boy. Oh, boy
0: well i thought it was pretty good it was I, i've seen nightmare on Troop before it's my first time watching it in a while that's not I, what you said at movie night well it all the way through okay yeah like like i've seen bits and pieces and i knew i knew the whole story but i haven't sat down like watched it all the way okay but it uh yeah i i, I mean it it's fine i don't i'm not a big i'm not a big freddy fan and i don't like the ending i think the ending's kind of stupid <laughs>
1: Yeah, the ending is, um, the ending's pretty, yeah, it, it kind of, it, it's the, the whole, it was a dream the whole time thing, and, yep. yeah, it's, it's, the ending's pretty goofy.
0: And they pull the mannequin through that door. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I think that effect's hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I thought it made it, I thought it made the ending,
0: like, somewhat tolerable. It's yeah it's
1: that effect is not great, but it's pretty funny because the car is stupid,
2: <laughs> yeah, that was dumb, how it just locked him up and drove away, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah man, it's it that part's a little goofy,
2: I feel like it
0: abruptly end ended with that, like it just
2: got yeah, through, didn't, through the window yeah. and then it was over,
0: yeah. It doesn't really have a good, like, ending. I mean, Like, the build-up's good, but I don't like where it just goes. It doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah. It's kind of just like, okay, you fight him, and
1: it, it was a dream the whole time, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's, that's kind of the implication at the end. But that kind of fits with the whole, like, the underlying theme, which is, like, parents and, and children. Parents are always assuming that the worst is happening to the kids, that the kids are doing the worst thing possible whenever the parents aren't looking directly at the kids. So, yes. like, like, a bunch of moments kind of play into that. Like, when um, Heather camps Nancy, or, wait, is it Nancy or Heather? No, wait, Heather. It's Nancy. When Nancy's in the bathtub, and she's screaming and stuff, uh, well, really, she just, she slips in the toilet, and the door's closed, right? Classic. And her mom's, like, banging on the door trying to get in. Well, as soon as the door opens and the mom walks in, Nancy's just standing there in her towel and she's like, I'm fine, I just slipped in the tub or whatever. So there's like, there's, like, there's like all these little moments that fit into that where it's like if you look at it from the parents' perspective, they're always assuming the kids are like dying and stuff when they're not being watched. So it's all the whole thing's kind of about parents' fear and, and Freddie is like the, the, the parents' nightmare, hmm. which ex- explains his whole backstory.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: yeah and it kind of explains the end too why it was the mom who no it
1: doesn't
0: no, <laughs> no. I was, I <laughs> because was, why I was... would the
1: mom be grabbed what the heck is that
0: it was her well, dream. that was clearly <laughs> her going <laughs> through that window not I a, don't know not a, not a faceless man. a little stretch there but that, that was yeah. like if it was
2: all about the parents Yeah, it was their like, nightmare like... it was her kids being trapped in the car I don't, I don't even mind the idea the of it
0: being a nightmare the, for the whole movie. It's just that the ending is just kind of like Yeah, it was just out of yeah. This is a
1: bit goofy. It didn't make any sense. Well, it just didn't make any sense within the whole the whole themes of the movie.
2: Yeah. I also thought the the end part with the the mom like becoming like a skeleton and going into the bed was weird no nah, that was cool that was a cool i like that
1: that was very but it was I, only like
0: four kills the whole movie i think all the kills are pretty good besides the guy yeah. who, like hangs himself but my yeah. least
2: favorite was the the mom
1: oh see i like really that, that was kind of yeah that 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 was kind of reminiscent of the italian movies of the era where it's all where it's very stylistic and like in and, and and mysterious and supernatural like that which is is my style okay it is kind of nonsense, but I liked when they just right. you know, they rip right. that it curtain just, off just, and a skeleton floats in down into a, an abyss inside of a bed. That's incredible.
0: So you thought the the scene where the guy hangs himself in jail is better than the mom like going into the bed? I just felt like the, the mom into the bed,
2: just the whole skeleton scene, it just felt weird, like, off for me. I don't know why. I understand, like, the scene with uh, him hanging himself was like... It was it was kind of weird because it just happened so freaking quick.
1: That see that that scene does play into the whole thing because it's like, but, it, but they, the, the parents' ex- explanation, like, so if if Freddie is representing the parent's subconsciousness, a parent would think, oh, my kid didn't kill himself without some kind of outside influence. Something made him do this. Drugs and in the movie it's Freddie, but in real life it could be like drugs or or whatever. More drugs yeah yeah
2: I don't know that's what I think i that was my least favorite kill was the mom. I'm gonna stand by that
1: <laughs> interesting <laughs> yeah. what about the what about Johnny Depp being grabbed into his bed and spitting out a bunch of blood? see, I liked the that blood. was good that was cool so that whole room that they had and that's the same room where Tina gets killed in the beginning where she's crawling on the couch or on the ceiling. yeah, the rotating room yeah, it spins they did a two thousand one a Space Odyssey and built a room that that turns around yeah, those are cool
0: yeah. Those that two of course, are my
1: favorite. That shot where they have Rob Rod or Rob or whatever the hell in the front, uh, yeah. like in the foreground and teen in the back crawling around. He was strapped to the ground. So he's upside down when she's crawling on the ceiling. Ah, that's yeah. cool. And, and when they did the blood room, the whole thing was shut off and they dumped a bunch of blood in in the top of the box, which was the, the bed being on the ceiling, of course. But they, they were talking about it, and they were like, yeah, we just heard a bunch of gallons of blood just smashing in that room, and nobody knew, nobody could see it, because the, the camera was filming it, but nobody could see what was actually going on in there. Yeah, and it, it messed up. Yeah, they were just, it was, they were just hearing a big boosh. Well, it, it, like, leans to the side. Yeah, I actually really liked that. that well, yeah, they kept it in, because it looked creepier, yeah. Yeah.
2: That was a cool scene.
1: Yeah. I mean, I would, I uh, if we got a nuke one, well, maybe, maybe we should talk about them all first. For you decide what you want to nuke. Well, I, I thought we were duke and nuke and okay. Are we just going to do one big duke and nuke at the end? We can After do. All, a big we
0: can duke and nuke at the end. Yeah, I'm fine okay. with
1: that. Okay, gotta cool. Keep everyone on their toes. Mm-hmm. Cool. I, I, I think, I'd say Nightmare I, on I think it's worth a watch if you've never seen it. Especially. Oh, at I spooky agree. Times. I it's, agree. It's pretty and fun. It, it,
2: it's one of the three, like the big three that I always thought I needed to watch was Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, and then um,
1: Friday the, the 13th. Friday the 13th. See, right there, Blaine, you have made a fatal mistake. You have picked, of all the horror movies that are available, you've only picked three slasher movies. But now, I'm, not I'm guilty of that, person. too. When I was a kid, I thought those were like the three horror movies. Okay. But the genre is so much wider. And also Friday the 13th sucks ass. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I was going to so say that. So boring,
1: and it's it, it's it's literal trash. Uh, just J- the Jason movies are not, Halloween. Okay. are not good. They're not good.
2: But th- those are the. I feel like those are the three you hear about. Well, yeah, I know. You, I, and, and I don't. And I'm not. i am not i am not a horror film person. So
1: I think it's because the villains in those three are just so iconic. Oh okay. yeah, it, it's those like three three faces right there. So everyone says the
2: other films, like the other uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, suck. Is not there entirely any of them? true okay well so i i bought the first one on voodoo and it was two extra bucks to get the second one so uh-huh. i'm probably
1: gonna sit down and watch the second
2: one okay um
1: the second one is, is very gay is it yeah so the whole the whole thing with the second one is it is about it, it the, so where the subtext of the first one is like parental fears the subtext of the second one is uh like coming out and stuff
0: I thought ah. you were just calling it homophobic. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not. Okay.
1: It's about like a bromance. Ah. It's like like that that's what that one is. Um part three is typically regarded as the best nightmare on Elm Street. Uh really? part three is the dream warriors. Yeah. Where it goes farther into like the kids fighting back in the dream world and they all get like they all manifest their own type of superpowers. But Freddy also steps up his game with, like, syringe fingers for, like, Ooh. the drug addict. Oh. Like, so, so the whole thing is, like, even more heightened. I've never seen it. That's the one that I'm really excited to, to see.
2: Okay. Part four I've seen them.
1: and I was not too impressed with.
2: What about the one that sounds kind of fun? Um, I, I want to watch Friday the 13th first, but Jason versus Freddy.
0: Or was it Freddy versus Jason? Sorry.
1: It's uh, Freddy versus Jason.
0: Probably just that on
1: YouTube. Well, the but problem that, that is, sounds
2: yeah. fun, like stupid, but fun.
1: It's it, the problem it's with rough. the Friday the 13th is, movies is the first one sucks. Jason's not even really in it. Then you got to get to the second one where he wears a bag on his head. Part three is a, is all a gimmick just to advertise the 3D of the time. So it's like like Jason shoots a crossbow and the arrow goes right into like the camera. And then gotcha. part four people say is the best. Just Jason killing people. And okay. that's all the rest of the franchises, except it goes okay. worse and worse and worse. Iconic. I well, don't. Uh, I don't understand how how Friday the Thirteenth got as popular as it as it has.
2: Well, uh, are we uh, is that on one of our weeks? Is that uh, is that Jack- planned? I don't know. Is it? I I don't know. It can be. I, if it's not, I'll watch it on my
1: own. But I, I do want to watch
2: that. Well, we can
1: watch it.
3: Okay, we'll watch it.
1: Go do it. They're short, so we could we could fit in a few Four. of those. 10 yeah. <laughs> oh god there are there are 10 there are 10 friday the 30 oh really well jason x he goes to space oh what? that's fantastic with the fast and the furious
2: yeah that's what i was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: yeah funny. that's so there was Jason. part nine is jason goes to hell which ends with a shot of freddie's hand coming out of the ground and grabbing jason's mask so that was the teaser for freddie versus jason okay And then they made Jason X and then Freddy versus Jason. And then there's a remake from like 2010. Beautiful. What was the, so the, the last um,
2: Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Like it has like a 14% on Rotten Tomato. Like it's
1: the (laughs) remake or Freddy's dead. The final nightmare. Uh, They're both probably the remake. The one
2: 2000,
0: what, like 11. The Mm -hmm. remake's just called Nightmare on Elm Street. And it's the first one that doesn't have the original guy playing Freddy.
3: Yeah,
1: it's the guy who played Rorschach in the Watchmen, in the 2009 Watchmen. Is it like the same plot
0: as the original,
2: or they like do a whole different
0: plot?
1: I have no idea. That's all I know about it. I have no idea. Got it. The other Friday that I watched this week, why do I keep calling it Friday? The other Nightmare on Elm Street I watched this week was Wes Craven's New Nightmare, which was after Freddy's Dead, the final nightmare, which was the ending of the original series. Uh Wes Craven came back and did New Nightmare, which is like a meta thing. Like Heather Langenkamp plays herself. Freddie starts like haunting her in real life and she's like talking to Robert England about it and John Saxon and Wes Craven himself. Cause they're 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 making a new Nightmare on Elm Street and Heather Langenkamp's husband is the special effects guy on that movie. So the whole, and the whole thing is like a meta commentary about how horror movies affect their stars and stuff. Like she's got a stalker who keeps calling their house and pretend and doing like a Freddy voice. So he the the stalker calls and does the one two Freddy's coming for you. So that one that one's pretty good. It's it's this pretty trippy. cool. Yeah, that Freddy Krueger's
0: been dropping hot mix tapes since the nineteen
1: eighties. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That one's uh, that that one's interesting, and it's actually what Wes Craven did right before Scream. Okay. And Scream is kind of a, a meta movie. It, it was the first to kind of explain the rules of slasher movies, specifically, with the no, uh, you can't have sex. Uh, yeah. You can't say, I'll be right back. All that is slasher movies, specifically.
2: See, I, I wish I watched A Nightmare on Elm Street before I watched Scream, because I actually watched it yesterday, Nightmare, um, because it, it Scream is like... Everything you, ha, that happens in Nightmare on Elm Street, like Scream, is like kind of making fun of it or like explaining it, and it's kind of fun.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because after yeah. so you had Halloween in '78, Friday the Thirteenth in '1980, and then a Nightmare on Elm Street in '1984, and you've got a whole glut of B movie slashers that are aping off the success of of Halloween in the '80s. So Wes Craven was like, okay, well let's make fun of that because the horror genre in the '90s was completely stale. Okay. There there was like nothing interesting going on, so Scream revitalized the whole thing. And so then after Scream, you've got a bunch of other movies that are like, Look at us, look how cool we are being meta and self self acknowledging, <laughs> like um, I know what you did last summer. I haven't even never even heard of it. Yeah, it's 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 really stupid. It's There's got probably uh, a reason for that. It's <laughs> got Daphne and Freddie from the Scooby Doo live action. Hey uh, Sarah Michelle Geller and Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, but it's just, it's, it's, it's stupid, frickin' horny teenagers. Have you seen, I mean, it's Friday the 13th, except look at us, we're meta. <laughs> have you
0: seen the movie with Daphne and Freddie from the live action Scooby-Doo, where they're talking about the Scooby-Doo, like just like ha- the famousness of him? No. Like Daphne goes into this big thing of like, I think this is a really good thing for pop culture that should be taught in schools, blah, 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 blah. And then it cuts to the guy who plays Freddie. He's like. Yeah, it's like a talking dog.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I have seen that. It's I like think he it's the behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. They're like being interviewed like on the set and he's just like, yeah, it's like it's a job that I'm doing. <laughs> it's a talking they're, dog. They're married in real life. It's a talking dog, life. dude. <laughs> oh, those yeah. I, those two that. are married in real life, which is yeah. hilarious. That's funny. Oh, gosh.
0: That's funny. Okay. Do we have anything else from uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street? We got trivia. All right.
2: Dude, you ready for some trivia? I guess. I
0: these all felt like
2: super easy. M- maybe not. We'll see. I I think they're easy because I, I got I, I I answered them and I actually got them correct. So nice. pressure's on you. Pressure's on you, Jack, because I know Will will get these.
3: <laughs>
2: eh. All right. Uh, first one. In the opening scene, Tina's nightmare. There's an animal running through the hall. What is the animal?
0: Uh, is it a cat? No. Yeah, well, I'm out. A badger, no. <laughs> it's a lamb. Ah, yeah. uh, lamb oh. to the slaughter. Ah ha, ha
3: ha! Ah ha, ha ha! Okay,
2: ready to the second one? Yeah. What did Nancy <laughs> pull out of her boss. dream? <laughs> well, I was waiting for you to answer me. His so hat. <laughs> very His good. Hat. What did Nancy right. pull out of her dream while I'm at the sleep institute? Freddie's hat. Very good. Very good. But was it a dream the whole time? I don't know.
3: What was the number
2: on the jersey Glenn wore the night he died? And there's a fun fact with this one. 69. No. Well, it's the same number that Tatum wore in Scream. (gasps) Oh,
1: shoot. Okay. Is it a single digit number? It's a double digit. Okay.
0: Keep guessing. And then you will tell us if we get higher or lower. 24.
1: Lower, twelve. Lower, eleven. Ten. Lower. Ten. <laughs> I got ten. it. <laughs> I got it. Jack That
2: I, I. There is none. It was just ten, oh, and then great. scream. The reason why scream did it was because of
0: Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. That, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Right, like, give me another trivia question. The last okay. So this is question. the most important trivia question. No pressure. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this on you, Jack. So.
2: All this is, is can you can you do the whole rhyme? All four lines.
0: The Freddy rhyme? Yeah. Is it one, two, three, four? Freddy's coming for you.
1: Hang it's, on. Just one, two. One, Freddy's two. coming for you. Okay, Freddy's one, two. coming for you. Come, uh, three, uh, three, four, three, four. He's at the door. Better, better lock, lock your, your door. door. Five, six. Uh, five, six. Grab your fork.
2: Crucifix.
1: Fix <laughs> Crucifix seven eight eight. Uh eight gonna eat your face. Ah uh, <laughs> that's not it. I don't know what the seven eight. It is.
2: actually skips seven eight. All I have is nine ten. And then it goes nine ten, never sleep again.
1: Okay. Seven eight, I'm gonna eat your face. That's what it is. Okay.
2: And and what I found interesting
1: was they
2: changed the rhyme through the movies.
1: Oh really? The sequels do it different?
2: Yeah, they said, I think the fourth one kept it the same, but like two and three are different. I would have to look at them, but they do change the rhyme. They're interchangeable. Oh, weird. Yeah. Fun facts. I
1: those did have very fun <laughs> facts.
2: <laughs> glad. I'm glad. I'm glad, Jack. All right. Those are, those are my four
0: for um, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Next. We did. We watched the movie Scream. I know most about the Screams. we will seen Scream, and Blaine has never seen Scream before. Nope. All right, Blaine, now tell me, what happened in the movie Scream?
2: Um, basically, uh, another slasher, where we have a dude in a mask killing people. Amazing. Yeah. Boom. But no, It. it okay, so a little more detail on that, right? So, all it is. Is like a com- It's just making fun of the other slashers. So it's going through each trope and like just tweaking them a little bit to like make fun of them. I don't know. That's how I saw it. If that well, explains it, put, it, well.
0: it put it a little bit on its head. Yeah, like it the changes ending, a little like, bit just to make it different and cause, fun. Because you were like, "Who is it?" And you're like, "Well, I don't know who it is." But then
1: at the end, the twist. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. so there. There's always that. Um, not so much in uh, Halloween. Or Friday the 13th, where it's like, yeah, it's Jason and he's like a zombie boy. Or where Halloween, it's Michael Myers. There's no there, there's, there's, there's no synonymous name with like a creature guy.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: So in, in, in Scream, it's a mystery, which is also, they use that in, in other slasher movies, except usually it's, it's very, it's quite obvious. Like in, in Scream, it would have it been Randy had they gone the typical way. Randy the, the movie nut. Yeah, but they keep you thinking that it's him up to the very end. Yeah, but they flip it on its head with not doing one, but, but two. two guys. Of course, spoilers, don't be, a, if, if you care, don't listen. Uh, But yeah. It was shaggy. Got, oh, yeah. Oh, Matthew Lillard is so good. I love him in everything, but he, him just being the, the goofy guy. Yeah, that was kind of fun. He was a lot, but it was enjoyable. Yeah. Him in, the, in Discount Johnny Depp. His name's. Yuck. Stu, right? Yeah, Stew. Stew Mocker. Yeah,
0: that was good. Yeah, no, I
2: and the ending was good too, just so much killing and
0: blood. <laughs> yeah, the ending does get pretty crazy.
2: It does, and it just keeps, like the momentum throughout the whole movie just keeps going.
1: Like it's solid all the way through. Let's start with that first scene with Drew Barrymore. That is, I mean, that is a classic scene with the whole phone thing talking on the phone, which was not started in Scream. It was actually started in a proto slasher movie that Halloween actually used for inspiration, called Black Christmas, where oh, the killer no. would call a sorority house. Yeah, they made a remake of that recently. Yeah, it's bad. Well, yeah, yeah, but <laughs> is <laughs> it original good? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good, good Christmas. It's a spooky Christmas movie.
3: Mm-hmm. Nice.
1: Yeah, it's Black Christmas. The original seventy four Black Christmas is pretty good. But yeah, it uses it. It does the voice calling except this one the the calls are references to uh to slasher movies i mean the big question in that first scene is who's the killer in friday the 13th jason no it's not it was jason's mom which any you know any slasher fan is gonna know but that's that's pretty cool to see referenced in a big movie especially since it's like the whole the whole thing with jason not being the killer in the first one so weird and, and oh god, I hate that franchise so much. <laughs> it's so that's the thing. It just kind of pinpoints that like everything's wrong with Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. I I need to watch that because it's not it's very so long. iconic. <laughs> like everyone talks about it, but the way you're putting it, I'm like I'm curious now.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, curious.
2: But I enjoyed because there there were a lot of like Easter eggs like that with like all the horror films. I mean, they were the watching. Um, they're
1: watching Halloween. They're watching Halloween. Yeah, which is when uh, Randy gets up and explains the rules of a horror movie, which yep. should really be a slasher movie. And then he almost dies.
2: Yeah, he does, but
1: he
0: doesn't because
2: he's a virgin. Nah, right. there
1: was a noise. <laughs> yeah, he's a virgin, and it pays off. You yeah. got to be a virgin to survive a slasher movie. That them's the rules. Them the rules. Which is why Billy's trying to deflower Sydney the entire time oh i didn't even think of that well i got that
0: jack come on i didn't think of that my apologies
1: yeah and i like how they do the the switching between stew and billy for the killer like so what it seems like is is so in that opening sequence what i'm thinking it is is that one one of them's on the phone with the microphone and the other one's in the costume Uh oh And I think the way that the killer is really is kind of silly. I think Stu is nor- is usually the one in the costume, and yes, Billy is the one talking on the phone.
2: And that's probably why Bill. I mean, Billy had the phone on him when it dropped.
1: Yes, yeah, well, yeah. At the end, the well, and he he probably wasn't. No, no, and that. Oh, I, scene I know when where you, when he's in uh, Sid- when he comes into Sydney's room. Yeah, and then and yeah, the scene. door opens and Ghostface fake stabs Billy. Which, so then it's got to be Stu in the costume. Yeah. Maybe they did that on purpose. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely. Corn I syrup, don't. just like the movies. That's, I mean, we all go a little mad sometimes. Anthony Perkins, psycho. I mean, these, these guys are the flip side of Randy. So they've, they've seen too many movies, and they're actually crazy. Billy's, well, Stu's just a, 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 a dumb guy who falls for peer pressure, as he says. Yeah. Oh, that was so good. What a great line. Billy's a messed up guy. It's implied because his mom left is is why he got so messed up. And then like a year before, he killed Sydney's mom. Yes. For having an affair with his dad. Yeah, I was going to say, yes. because
2: his mom, the mom was sleeping with his dad. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So Billy kills them and then waits a year, gets Stu involved, and then they just start killing teenagers for, I whatever reason, I'm guessing because movies. Yeah, there was no reason. That's yeah. what they said. So that's the other whole thing is, is is commenting on how the media influences the youth, which was a huge thing in the 80s. Huge, huge, <laughs> huge. The, I mean, the UK had the Video Nasties list, hmm. which was a list of a bunch of uh, horror movies that were, since since they don't have free speech over there, they were literally taken Correct. out of circulation and if you had possession of them you would be arrested the queen will put you in the brig yeah so like like evil dead the evil dead was was on the video nasties list you couldn't you you couldn't consume or own that there was there was a whole whole bunch of movies on there because because they were like they're corrupting the youth
2: now we don't care corrupt us pretty much yeah <laughs> consume much. the content
1: although we saw a little bit of that with joker <laughs> when it came out uh not really, I mean, there were those people that go that were like it's going to cause people to go crazy in the streets I mean yeah, but that's like what every other movie does right well the the difference is that then nothing happens whereas the u k would have pulled that from distribution, yeah, and, and yeah. censored the whole thing
2: I mean that was a tough film to get through Joker
3: nah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I did worse. not
2: I agree, but that that type of movie i did not enjoy like it made me feel so like creeped out like oh i did not like it
1: yeah well does not like that movie either i'd rather watch taxi driver i really don't like joker i thought it was fine (gasps) all right anything else on screen um good final girl i i I like nev campbell as is sydney our lead because she is i mean she's clearly the smartest character there Dewey's pretty dumb, her friend Tatum's pretty dumb, she tries to climb through the cat door, gets pulled up by the strongest garage door ever. That was a strong garage door. Blaine, what do you think your
0: favorite kill was?
2: I don't know, that garage door scene was <laughs> pretty crazy. <laughs> and they and never then,
0: address it again.
2: Well, yeah. they showed it once, I think. When, no, um, they didn't. The main character, what's her name, when she like fell out of the uh, house and she was running by the garage door. I'm pretty sure they, she looked up and they showed her, like, hanging in the
0: garage door once.
2: But then they never went back to it.
0: Yeah, no, never again. Hmm.
1: Well, but was that also I, your favorite I, kill?
2: I like the- I don't know. So, go ahead, Will.
1: Well, the first kill, um, Drew Barrymore's boyfriend, where he just gets disemboweled. And there's that shot of his guts just sitting in his lap. That's quite the way to start. Especially because nothing else lives up to that level of gore that we see. That one always sticks in my mind. Like, even mm-hmm. when Drew Barrymore dies, she's just kind of bloody and then gets dragged across the lawn. The the Tatum kill with the garage door, there's, like, no blood. Does Who else dies? Oh, the, the cameraman gets his... Oh, slit. yeah. That there's a lot funny. of
2: blood on the floor.
1: Yeah. I I think that first one's my favorite because you don't see the actual action. It just kind of... You 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 see the guy's face. It almost feels like it was created in the editing room, mm-hmm. with like overdubbed audio, and then you get that uh, that money shot with the with the intestines and stuff. I don't know, and it's it's shot all. It's it's still in dark lighting. I think yeah, that one's the my first, favorite. The first one's my favorite too.
2: I set up a good like it's like mystery and tone yeah that cold open
1: sets the tone especially when drew barrymore was all over the marketing and then just gets killed immediately it's kind of like um kind of like in psycho where the lead gets killed in the shower like 30 minutes in or whatever yeah it's it's i think it's a reference to that just
2: started so quickly and it was beautiful way to start the film anyway i was also going to say the uh the kill like when he was slashing like they actually fought back And they actually put up a fight, I feel like. Yeah. I feel I like mean, when, the... when
1: Tatum's chucking beer bottles at him, like I'm and they're tackling her, and she swings out the freezer door and smacks him in the face. And he's
2: actually like like he's human. He's actually taking these hits and it actually hurts him.
1: Well yeah, it's just stew in a freaking Halloween. Because I feel like the supernatural
2: mask. the supernatural killers, like they just take it and they don't flinch or anything.
1: That's it. like, like Jason, you can shoot him and stab him a bunch of times and just nothing affects him. Yeah. So, like, why should I care? In Michael Myers, it works because he's supposed to be not, he's supposed to be just the embodiment of evil.
0: In, in, in the, the sequels, it doesn't movie. work.
1: It, yeah, the sequels, well, we'll watch those, not next week, but the week after. Well, and- not not the worst sequels. The worst sequels are Michael Myers is just Jason. Yeah. So those are also garbage. Because there's no atmosphere or spookiness about him.
3: hmm mm-hmm.
1: All right, anything else on, uh, on Scream? Love scream. It was good. I I maintain it's a good horror movie to start with if you're not quite sure, because it's got the the impactful scary moments, but it it kind of holds your hand with the genre and explaining how things work and and why things are happening. But also you've got those characters that fight back, and it is just a guy in a costume. It's a stupid kid, and there's a good twist. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it's a. I mean. It's a clever movie. Great choice
2: for first week of spooky season.
1: I, I, I Just great choice, Will.
2: Because that, that was good. It got me like, I kind of like this.
1: Yeah, that's Scream is what got me in. Halloween was my first horror movie when I was 12, and it scared the shit out of me. When I went back, uh, when I was a little older in my teens, Scream was the first one I watched. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. And there's like rules to slasher. So then I went back and watched Halloween and uh, like Nightmare some other slashers, and then I was like, oh, there's more than slashers out there. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a pretty good one. Cla- Scream is Scream's a bona fide classic. There's five? How many of those? There are five now. The first four are all directed by Wes Craven. Um, I mean, I Scream and maybe the Child's Play franchise are the most consistent? Child's Play actually has some good sequels. It's kind of yeah, crazy, like
3: one.
2: I never knew how many sequels they made. Like Oh, they make so many. These horror films, like, they have so
1: many. Yeah. Like, even though the scream sequels are pretty consistent and decent, I, I don't find myself going back to them.
2: Right. Cause it's like at some point it's rinse and repeat, right? Uh or eh. they do a good job of changing it up. Yeah. So scream kinda.
1: two kind of kind of follows cotton weary. Who was the guy that was falsely accus- accused of Sydney's mom's murder? Okay. So it does it follows a comp- not a completely different set of characters. It's following um Sydney's fallout from the first scream and then also Cotton Weary as he's been released as he's been found innocent and he's trying to reassimilate into society. And then of course there is a scream copycat killer. But it's got of kind of a purpose. Um 3, I can't remember a whole lot. That's probably the worst one. Um, and then four is like webcam in internet stuff. It's from like 2011, and it's it's like a team trying to catch the murderer. So like they're like luring him out, and it it does. That's a whole whole commentary about like internet privacy and stuff. Gotcha. So I mean, it's they've got they, they there's ideas there. They're just <laughs> I mean, it never touches the original though. But I mean, that's that's the whole flaw of sequels is they hardly ever do, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. when you're making you know, 10 sequels and send in your main character to space. <laughs>
2: when and he's then from a the first one was not even to
1: be in space.
2: That's funny. Okay. You guys ready for some trivia? Yes. Yes. All right. All right. Let's start with um, what fictional town does scream take place?
3: Um, I, I actually,
2: know. I actually can give you multiple choice on this one. Do it. You need it. All right. We have Sunnydale. Gainesville, Lake Wob, Wobgan, Wobgan, and Woodsboro.
1: Woodsboro, yeah,
2: nice. I, I heard
1: them say Woodsboro High. Oh, okay, okay.
2: Woodsboro, okay, very good. Um, very nice. Next one, which painter inspired Ghostface's mask? It's it's a paint. Uh, painting called the Scream. Stefan Go, no. Ye-
3: <laughs> yes.
2: And I actually have multiple choice on this too. If you want it,
1: Monet. No. Okay. Multiple choice, please.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna probably butcher these last names, so I apologize. Um, Max Ernst, Renee Mar, Margaret, Marguerite. Is that right? Um, Edvard Munch. Salvador Dali.
1: It's not I know Dali. Who it is. Dali. I think I know who it is. Who do you think it is? It's Munch. It is Munch. 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 Mister Munch. Munch. Yeah.
2: Very good. Okay. Who kills Stu
0: and how does he die? Uh, well, he gets killed by, I guess, his other partner in crime. Because he just bleeds out after he stabs nah, him. No, nah, he was <laughs> stabbed, and he was bleeding out, but he didn't die that way. Oh, did the lady shoot him?
2: No. Rem- you guys don't remember this?
0: No. That's why we didn't answer it. He gets a phone <laughs> thrown at him.
2: Remember? <laughs> Sidney's running.
1: Stu's ah. right there,
2: and she throws the TV. On his head. The TV falls on his head oh, and, like, electrocutes his whole body.
1: That's right. Oh,
0: Dang, how'd I forget that? That's a good okay. That's a
2: good scene. Yeah. So it was Sydney and with the TV. And last one is, uh, <laughs> I thought this was funny because Jack kept going like, how many times are you going to freaking answer the phone? So how many times did the killer call Casey, Cassie or Casey, Casey in the opening scene? Sorry. It, oh. It's got
1: to be like four more. I was going to say
0: five. It's six. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was so infuriating. But I mean, I get why they did it, but it was like
1: from like a why real life. Why are you life,
0: answering? <laughs> from a real life lens, it was infuriating.
1: Oh, yeah. That's so that's something when you're watching these horror movies, I just put I I put logic just out of my mind. I I just completely ignore ignore logic just so I can have some fun.
2: That was a fun movie. I had yeah. a good time. I'm glad you liked it, Blaine. I I'm going to be honest, I think that's my favorite. Out of okay. The
1: of yeah. like all the weeks or just this week? This week, okay, yeah,
0: okay. Well, in that case, we'll go to the last movie, which was my favorite. Yay! Really? The Return of the Living Dead. There's zombies. It's a it's it's the zombie movie. Blaine, tell us what you thought it was. Then, will you tell us what it actually is? No offense, Blaine. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I've been nailing it. <laughs> you I'm have been, been nailing it. it.
2: Concise. Well, Blaine we'll nails so to the surface d- level. He, he does. just he just yeah. gives
0: he just gives more details. Oh, that's fine. That's fine.
2: I I decided not to go into de- detail cuz I can't do it.
0: <laughs> it's 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 better to have the short and the long answers.
2: Yeah, okay. So, we'll start with my short then. Um basically, uh military barrels of dead zombies come to life and start killing everybody. Amazing. Wow. <laughs> you did it.
0: That was a good answer. Yeah, I mean, that family is feud. what happened. good answer. Good answer. Everybody clap. Thank you. Pa- family
1: um <laughs> All right. More details, Will. <laughs> okay. So, the, the, the first thing we gotta start with is Night of the Living Dead, the first the real free, zombie yeah. movie from the 60s. An independent movie, real low budget. Uh, zombies are coming out of the ground, right? They're real slow, they're dumb, but it's, it's an atmospheric kind of home invasion type of thing where people are trying to survive from zombies who eat them. They just eat them. They don't eat their brains specifically, they just eat the people. Now, Return of the Living Dead starts with references to Night of the Living Dead, yep. where in, instead of the zombies being the way they were, it was actually a military um, experiment with a type of, as, as they say, spray on marijuana, because uh, I guess weed makes you come back to life. I don't know. That could be something that that guy was just saying because he's a silly guy, as we see. I actually have a fact on that, if you want to hear it.
2: Okay. So, a uh- this is in context of the movie. The apparently the that's what the military told yeah. everyone. Yeah, um, that it was spray on the marijuana. Mm-hmm. But what it actually was was it was a designed connect chemical to bring back soldiers
1: to uh, life. Okay,
2: so that they could reanimate their soldiers.
1: Okay,
0: like in Invincible. Yeah, I'm assuming nobody's seen Invincible. I haven't. Oh, I, I was just agreeing. Episode, I was just saying aw. yeah.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> So the, the, the container with, with some of, of those experiments and the chemicals accidentally gets shipped to a medical supply warehouse in Louisville, Kentucky. Woo! Where the new guy at the medical supply warehouse, who just kind of likes the macabre and, like, the ooey-gooey stuff, because he keeps asking, what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen? Which is where the guy tells him, well, we got these, uh, the crates that Night of the Living Dead was based off of. Let's go look at them. So they go down, look at him. He uses a whole paper towel roll to clear off the glass. Yeah, and there's a zombie in there, and he says, "These are in- indestructible. They're made by the military." Smacks the tank. There goes the gas. They get a big whiff, and as uh, as Freddie says, "Oh man, I've never smoked anything like that before." Yeah. So the, I mean, the whole thing's very cynical against you know authority, which uh, which leads us into our next group of characters stereotypical 80s punks very stereotypical very stereotypical uh linnea quigley's character is named trash the trash the lead guy with the chains and wearing all leather his name's suicide spray painted on their car is who cares why bother you know all this all this just nihilistic stuff just partying in a graveyard they party in a graveyard (laughs) where trash fantasizes about being killed by a bunch of old men Spoiler Net-it alert, happens. That, that's what happens, and it's really horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> and she's not happy about it. Nope. I mean, I wouldn't be either. <laughs> yeah, so it's, I mean, it's making fun of, like, authority and stuff, and then also the opposite side, where it's like, they're, they're against authority, but do they really know what they're talking about? Not really. Not at all. So, you know, and, and then they have a... A naked dance party in the, in the cemetery. Like you do. Like you do. Naturally. Meanwhile, the guys from the medical supply warehouse, a, a cadaver that they had comes to life. Because the, the, the gas seeped upstairs and made this cadaver that they have come back to life. And so they try to destroy its brain. Because that's what worked in Night of the Living Dead. But the chemical makes every individual part of the zombies come back to life. Kind of like the thing where every part works independently. Mm-hmm. So they chop up the cadaver and take it over to the crematorium next door and burn Great it. Great guy. Great guy. And they oh, I love him. I love him too. <laughs> where he just they walk in and he just points a gun at him. <laughs> Literally the last place you would technically ever even need a gun. Yeah, yeah. Because everyone there is dead. And I mean, what are going to people? What are people going to steal? Dead bodies and embalming <laughs> fluid.
2: No, oh, no, he keeps pulling out that gun though, I feel like. He does. He's like
1: you know, it, it paranoid. comes in handy when he unloads into that little small zombie with no legs, but it doesn't do anything.
2: No. But makes him feel better, hopefully.
1: So, but but anyway, they they burn the zombie in a crematorium and it makes the zombie go away. Too bad the chemical just gets uh It's in the air because of the smoke. Yep, the the and smoke goes rains. into the air and then it rains. Creates acid rain, seeps into the ground over the cemetery, and boop, now we got a bunch of zombies. And the zombies aren't just the recently deceased, it is people that have been decaying for years. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, a skeleton pops out of the ground, (laughs) and you've got the the one zombie who has no legs and is like a little animatronic thing. That's great, and its spinal cord is like squirting fluid and wiggling around. Oh yeah, good stuff.
2: And I like how, like, the zombies, you don't turn into a zombie if you get bitten by a zombie.
1: Yeah, not necessarily. You have to be outside in the acid rain. You have to
2: have that chemical. Right. Because, like, yes. Suicide
1: gets his head bitten by the tar man, who was the zombie in the container. And, oh, that effect's so great. That, that guy who's just all slimy and wiggly and, he it just takes a big old bite out of, uh, out of Suicide's head. But then Suicide falls on the ground. He's dead. But he doesn't come back because he doesn't get the chemical on. Him. And that tar man also shows us that the zombies are smart because he rigs up a chain to pull the door off. Where uh, Tina, we've got another Tina, where where Tina is, has locked herself in the closet, and the tar man is cranking the doors off with a chain.
2: And they speak and they run. Yeah, they're pretty like much, World War Z zombies. Yeah, yeah,
1: you're gonna, you're, you're pretty much dead. Yep. I'm just done. <laughs> This is, the, and this is the first zombie movie, this is the first zombie media to say that zombies eat specifically brains, and actually, and why they eat brains, to, to make their pain go away, because they are, const, they constantly feel themselves decaying, and rotting, which is terrifying. Yeah. So that, I mean, Scary this concept. is, this is probably the darkest movie we watched, but also the funniest.
0: And it's, it's
2: a really good take on zombie movies. And the reason why it's not my number one movie is because I'm not a big zombie movie person. <laughs> Me
1: either. This is my favorite zombie movie, and I don't really like zombie movies, which is why I like this one so much.
2: This is a really awesome concept of a zombie movie. I agree. Yes. Like, this is probably the best concept.
1: I, I, that's, and it is, it's so tightly paced. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Is like, it's, it's like every 10 minutes, something awesome happens. Yep, exactly. That's, and I mean, just from the opening, it's like, Boom, medical supply warehouse, here's all the stuff, look at all the, you know, they make a bed for a skeleton, hey, what's the weirdest thing you've seen, here's the eggs, bam, inciting incident, bam, cut to the punks dancing in the graveyard, bam, go back to the medical supply, they're burning the body, bam, go back to the punks, now they're in the graveyard and zombies are coming back. Now they combine with the medical supply people, and now they're all hunkered down. It's just, it's so tightly paced. I mean, this is something, I I could watch this movie on repeat. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: It also, like, there's comedy, so, like, you're not freaking out the whole time. Like, there, there were so many moments where we laughed. It kept you laughing the whole time. Like, it was, it was just it was a good time. It was just a good time.
1: Yeah, I mean, when they, when they hit the cadaver in the head with the axe, and it doesn't die, they're like, it worked in the movie. You mean the movie lied? Like, it's just all these great commentaries and, and, and all these little moments that are so funny. And, and you got that nice little bit with the mortician explaining how to break out mortis, And that comes back. There's everything is set up and payoff. Everything is important. Yep. The, I mean, even when he's showing Freddy at the very, very beginning, the split dogs, he's just like, like, you, you think it's a throwaway. It's just like, oh, yeah, look at these split dogs. OK, moving on. There's some wheelchairs over there. Well, the first thing they see come alive is one of the split dogs, and it's all gooey and slimy. And when he touches it, it comes off on his fingers. And then he beats it, and it's barking, and <laughs> yeah, and then he beats it with a crutch.
3: <laughs> yeah, do what you got to do. They are just true. They,
1: that's after that moment, they're just panicking, and then those two just get sicker and sicker and sicker until they they become want zombies. brains. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty
0: good. How they just kept deteriorating.
1: That's yeah. yeah it, it does a lot of this movie does a lot of different things well, where it, like mm-hmm. it answers a lot of questions, like. Like what if you breathe in this stuff? Well, you got these two. What if it goes in the air? Well then you get all the zombies coming out of the ground. How do you destroy it? Well, let's try burning it. Oops, that didn't work. Yeah, I mean it
0: kinda I mean if it was contained, I feel like it would work.
2: Right. That's that's kind of leads to the end of the film, right? They burn everything. But Well,
1: they nuke the city. That which I
2: would awesome. say is burning them, all right? Does that work? No, because it creates the rain again.
1: Right, exactly. And two sequels, or four sequels. I've wow. never seen any of them because I don't care. This movie does not need a sequel.
2: No, I am satisfied.
1: Yeah, I did like the ending where the military just nuked
0: everybody. Yeah, no that's hesitation. Their, that's their solution. That is like, it doesn't it, Like, it doesn't matter what you did the entire movie. You're just getting nuked either way. Yep. Yeah, that was good. All right, Blaine, what was your favorite kill in the movie? Tell me right now. I need it. I need it in my brain. Brain. <sighs>
2: God, I don't know. Oh probably uh the one dude that was turning into a zombie put himself in the furnace. Oh that was so sad. That was sad but that was like that made me like oh my god like that was the most damn moment and I like I just like yeah, I didn't see that coming. That was good. Even though they foreshadowed
1: it. Yeah, where he's where they there where the mortician is when they're burning and he goes some big favor. I could operate that goddamn thing. And he does.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, what was your favorite yeah, don't kill? Tell me.
0: Tell me.
1: My favorite kills. I mean, it's got to be something involving the Tar Man, just because he is my he's my favorite guy. So I was gonna I like say. When it was just, was I, the Tar Man kill. Yeah, I like when Suicide grabs the, the curtain, just goes "What the fuck," and Tar Man just goes "More brains," and just grabs his yeah. grabs his head and takes a big <laughs> old bite. And you see, it does a close up of like the teeth of of like the jaw and like a fake head, and it just it looks like a cake when he bites it but it's like it's red you don't see like you know cake you know cake sponge or whatever it's a red velvet cake (laughs) (laughs) yeah there you go
2: oh you want a fun fact on the uh voices of the zombies yeah i didn't i didn't realize this maybe maybe you know this well but like the original vhs Uh uh-huh um the the voices were not as deep so all the remakes so what we watched um they they're they're different they're they're deeper voices they made all the zombies a lot deeper
1: Oh okay, is that how it was in the theaters, do you know when it was originally released?
2: I don't I think originally re- released and VHS was like a not deep. Yeah, okay. I was going to say they were changed later, it for the VHS.
1: No, yeah. well, they might have, dude. They screwed up a lot of home releases back then. Huh. Okay. Like they'd put them in, well, obviously they put them in the wrong aspect ratio cuz you've got old TVs that are 4x3 and not widescreen. Uh,
2: what what I read made it seem like later, like later down the road they re did it. Okay,
1: interesting. I did yeah. not know that.
2: And and they said that with a couple things of the film, like the re-release changed a couple lines and a couple things.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I could see that because some of the zombie lines didn't match what they were doing with their mouth. See, yeah, I didn't notice that's,
1: that. See, I, I I chalked that up to like the puppetry. Maybe it wasn't you know perfect perfect or whatever.
0: Well, which which is what I thought too. But based on what Blaine just said, that's what I'm going to assume. Yeah, that's. I mean, was, that's the yeah. best
1: guess I think.
2: Cool, cool. Anything else on that film? It was, a, it was a solid film.
1: Uh, the soundtrack. The soundtrack was pretty good. Let's party! It's party time. And the, uh, I mean, the synth—it's it's John Carpenter-esque. The. It's uh, that like that opening when the I, I just picture the gas spraying out of that smokestack of the crematorium. Yeah, it's Where when you feel it, it's, like, like, it's like man, like—that's when you know the movie's going. Yeah. And it, I mean, in, the, in and it just keeps going and going and going and ramping up. It gets faster and faster, and faster, and more and more starts happening. Once you get the paramedics, to send more paramedics, send more cops. Everything starts going ape shit.
2: Good stuff. Yeah, the music it set a good mood, like a perfect
0: mood for the movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, that it's got a great soundtrack. Cool. All right, trivia. Yes, Blaine. You give ready? Me
0: all the information. All
2: right. What is the name? Of oh, the warehouse where the film's plot unravels.
1: Ah. I don't know. Unida. Unida Medical Supply. Correct. Never would have gotten that. Very good. <laughs> it's the first shot of the movie is on that billboard. Ooh. Okay. I would have gotten this one,
2: and I, I think you guys will too. Where do the skeletons with perfect teeth come from?
1: <laughs> uh,
0: oh, India. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
1: see, that's—I mean—that's like the first conversation that happens, and that guy's like, <laughs> "I think the better question is where they get all these perfect teeth. How many people, you know, die with a perfect set of choppers in their puss?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> guys, I think they got a—I, th- I think they got a skeleton farm over there in India. Like this guy's, <laughs> so they establish that he's like a conspiracy theorist. So then that makes sense when he starts talking about the conspiracy with the the tanks or. The Easter eggs, as the military calls them, being involved with Knight of the Living Dead. That may or not may not be true. The point is that they have these military things. Conspiracy? Yeah, but that guy. So they established oh, that the guy might be a little off his rocker already. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. What is the name of the chemical that caused the dead to come back to life? I didn't catch this. In the oh, movie. it's
1: something weird.
2: It's a number and then yeah. a, like a and then a word.
1: Yeah. So- is it like four, two, one hydrochloride or something?
2: It's two, four, five trioxin.
1: Two, four, yeah. five, three oxygens.
2: Okay. And I'm curious. I like, this is so obscure. I never would have gotten this. Do you know the number on the side of the drum?
0: The phone number? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Read me the
1: phone number.
2: 800 8000.
1: I wonder if that spells something.
2: No, I don't have any facts on that. I don't
1: know. But, hey, even that is is set up at the beginning, where Freddy's like, let's call the number on the side of the tank, and and the other guy's just like, you know what? That's the military. You don't want the military around this place. Yeah. Watch your tongue, boy, if you like this job. Like this job. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, (laughs) that's
2: funny. Good, good stuff. All right. Well. So, let's jump into the, uh, do you want to jump into the Duke or Nuke everything?
0: Sure. Yes. All right, Blaine, you go
1: first. Nightmare on Elm Street up first. You gotta rank those.
2: If I, if I have to nuke one, because we I, we typically nuke one, I'm gonna have to nuke Return of the Living Dead and Duke Nightmare on Elm Street and Scream. Whoa. Dude. I know, hot take. I am sorry, but I'm just, just not a zombie guy. I'm sorry. Right, I, I'm not, not saying a like- cast podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's the like the worst film out of the three. I'm saying it's the least favorite that I have.
0: Well, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, yeah. If you have to get rid of one, it's a hard it's, choice when you watch three yeah. good movies. Yeah. All right, Jack.
1: Uh, I'm getting rid of a Nightmare on Elm Street.
2: And you agree
1: with that, Will? All right. Yeah, I, I would have the same opinion. I was thinking which one I would do between Scream and, and Nightmare on Elm Street and. Thinking, thinking about the ending and stuff, I think Jack's absolutely right. I think, yeah, I mean, besides, uh, I mean, they do cool kills in Nightmare on Elm Street, but, like, besides Freddy Krueger, like, that, it, it doesn't bring anything to the table. It's an interesting idea, first and foremost. The
2: execution
1: yeah. is okay.
2: I like the dream. I like the dream idea. Like, I think that's what... Oh, I mean, t- yeah, I know. It's a great movie. I there, just, yeah.
1: If I had to pick one to get rid of. Blaine, you should watch sequels, picking. then, because, like, like, Night- like, Nightmare on Elm Street... Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Does the dream 3 and 4 do the dream stuff even more and more.
2: Okay, so yeah, I, I might do that cuz I have the second one, so I'll start with the second one and if I enjoy that, I'll keep going.
1: Cuz I'm with you. Now, the second one is kind of like the black sheep of the family. Ignoring the really really bad ones. It's the black sheep of the like the first four which are pretty good. But yeah, I'm I'm like you, Blaine. I'm I'm into the dream stuff. I love like the Suspiria is a horror movie that takes place totally with, like, dream logic. They never say it's in a dream, but everything is, like, real hyper-stylized. Things don't make 100% sense, and I'm okay with that. But Nightmare on Elm Street nice. just has two. It's got a lot of dull moments. There's, yeah, there's a lot of moments where that. I'm like, and the right, ending, I'm going to go to the bathroom now. I'm going to go do something else, and then I'll come back when Freddy shows up again.
2: Yeah, and we already talked about the problems with the ending. So Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I just, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I had a good time. <sighs> Did you like the ending? I didn't like the ending, but I liked the lead-up. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's not bad. It's horrible.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. I actually have um, three final facts, one from each movie. You want to hear? Oh, new segment. Final facts, baby. You ready? Scream. We'll start with Scream, because that's the first movie I watched. Um, Joseph Whip. he plays the officer in Scream. He also plays the officer in Nightmare on Elm Street.
0: Oh, that's probably what I was thinking of Because I was like well this, is this guy from Halloween or something And you are like no And I was like well he looks familiar That's probably why
2: Scream in Elm Street yeah. There you yeah. go facts um, Second is the return of the living dead So some of the extras playing zombies um, The director had them eat brains And like it was like cow brains That's weird To get them in the zombie mood that's weird. And the director was like, I'm not going to make my uh, people do anything I wouldn't do. So he ate the brains with them.
1: Well, you know what? I appreciate that then. Blaine, I, I noticed a piece of trivia that, that is missing. Hmm. The what? director of this movie, Dan O'Bannon. Dan O'Bannon. Yeah, yes. I do have that. He worked with John Carpenter on John Carpenter's first film. He, he wrote it. He is also the guy who wrote Alien. This Ooh, is his yeah. first directing gig. First time he he directed. In fact, Toby Hooper was supposed to direct this, who's the director of like Poltergeist and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But he dropped out to do a movie called Life Force.
2: See, I I did have those questions, but I I avoided them because I knew you would know them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, and he's also, he was also um, notoriously hard to work with and kind of a weird guy. The actress who played Tina said that when she, she went to audition for the part, She went to Dan O'Bannon's house and there were just multiple TVs playing pornography and just guns laying around.
2: Interesting. I don't don't know (laughs) what that
1: means, but there's that. The more you know.
2: All right. Last fact that I have, uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, The film was inspired by several newspaper articles um, printed in Los Angeles. And the time of the 1970s about um, Southeast A- Asian refugees uh, who were flying, fleeing, not fleeing, fleeing to the United States because of war. And they were like having nightmares. And then there was reports that those some of those men were dying in their sleep.
0: Huh? That's fun.
2: So that was the influence. Yeah. Final facts. Boom. New segment.
0: Well, congratulations, Blaine. You did it.
2: Yay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. That's all I got. <laughs> Okay, well, do we have anything else before we jump into the next thing? Will, do you have anything?
1: Nuke, Duke, Duke. That's the correct answers here. I agree. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Blaine's wrong, but that's okay. No. <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> All right, now we're going to go into what we watching or WWW. All right, Blaine, what, did, what have you been watching this week? Tell me right now. I need to know it.
2: So I watched The Game of Thrones, of course, House of Dragons. Fantastic. Uh, and then I watched um, Godfather Part 2 because oh. I didn't watch it the week before. <laughs> Ooh. You're yeah. caught up. I am caught up. You I can listen to last week's episode. I can. I'll go back and listen. Um, but I... Uh, we need the downloads. I, I didn't care for the second one as much. Like, I loved Ooh. the first one, but it, it wasn't, didn't do the same thing for me the second. That's fair. Too, that's fair. a little slow. I just, I, all I wanted was the uh, prequel
0: stuff. Oh, yeah. I'd agree with that.
2: That's all I wanted. But it kept going back to Michael. Well, Will, like, Will and I talked
0: about that, and that, that's the way we thought they should have made the movies.
3: Yeah.
2: I agree. Totally agree with that.
0: Anything else?
1: I, I think
2: that's all I've been
1: watching. Okay. Well, what did you watch this week? I watched uh, Beetlejuice. Ooh. That uh I hadn't watched it in years, so I was curious if it would hold up, and for me it did. Nice. Some uh some cool like stop motion effects in there, some cool practical effects, and an interesting idea. The the whole concept's pretty interesting. So that's a pretty good one for speed. Yeah, it's a good design. Huh? It's a good design. Yeah, well I mean just the whole concept of the afterlife. Yeah. Where yeah. they have they have like the handbook for the recently deceased. Mm-hmm. Like, just a lot, of, a lot of silly jokes like that, like, there's, like, a, a woman who died smoking, and she's smoking in the afterlife, but it just has a hole in her chest, <laughs> where the smoke comes just right back out. There's a guy who got, like, run over by a bus, and he's, like, hanging on a clothesline and just flat, and it's, like, they're at, like, a DMV, but for the afterlife. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's, that one's a, a good horror comedy, too. Yeah, I told
2: um, you that, that, that one gave me nightmares i didn't like that one as a kid
1: <laughs> i mean i can see why there's definitely never I mean, never went back moments
2: i think that's probably one of the reasons why i don't like horror movies because that was probably the first one i saw Uh-oh. i didn't like it oh damn. i was like oh beetlejuice is scary. You know. did not like that
1: <laughs> Ugh. yeah so watch i watched beetlejuice i watched a weird cult movie from the early 80s called liquid sky where aliens al- aliens have like a telepathic link with the heroin junkie fashion model. And whenever he, she has sex, whoever she has sex with disappears into like these weird bubbles because the aliens just like absorb all their energy. It doesn't make a lot of sense. And it was really weird. And that's kind of all I have to say about that.
2: Sex bubbles.
1: Yeah. That one, that that (laughs) one just had me going, uh, all right. (laughs) It was, it okay good, i guess yeah uh, i watched heavy metal again this week cuz that movie is that movie is just my happy place it is it's it's got a it, it's an anthology animated anthology from 1981 it's kind of like the the it's one of the original cult classics and i love it the soundtrack's awesome got some classic rock in there five or six short stories i love it it's a pioneer of adult animation. You got sci-fi, you got horror, some zombies in there. That's, it it kind of reminds me of, there's a short with, with some zombies, like the final one, which is where the South Park episode, Jack, Major Boobage, where they're yep. teasing and they go to that world. That world it's is classic. based on heavy metal. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So that world, they have, like, zombies and stuff. Kind of, it, it reminds me of Adventure Time, if you've ever seen the episodes where they depict, like, the more nuclear holocaust. Oh, I've seen of Adventure Time. It's fantastic. Yeah. Where, like, Finn has, like, a robot arm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds me a lot of that. And, like, the bad guys are, like, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I really like it. That movie is just a vibe. It's great. I, I watch it <laughs> cool. all the time. It's so much fun. nice. <laughs> did you watch anything else um no i didn't watch godfather 3 even though i intended to i just kind of decided not to well that's probably for the best
0: yeah just they're just so long that's why that's the only thing i watched because it you would not blame you would hate godfather 3 more than godfather 2 then would i because it's just the part of it's just like the after part with michael
3: yeah,
2: that's it's not on my list right now. I eventually want to see it, but it's not on my to-do list.
1: I am going nice. to check out Francis Ford Coppola's version of Dracula this week. Ooh. So I'll let you know how, how that is. I've never seen it, um, but it's supposed to be the most accurate to the novel representation of Dracula.
3: Very nice.
0: Well, that's uh, fun. All right, I watched House of the Dragon. Blaine, you also watched House of the Dragon. I did. I said that. I know, I know. But most recent episode, <laughs> they, they did a time jump. They did. There's 10 some years. new. There's some new actors playing the same characters. I didn't know
2: if I would like them, but I
0: do. Well, they were the original ones that were cast for the show.
2: And I, I loved the young actors so much, I was like, am I going to like these guys as much? And I do. Yeah. They're amazing.
0: Because they're, they're, they are going to stay in the future, but they might do a flashback next season so they can bring back the original people everybody likes. Okay. But I like a both, so no. Oh, I agree. Yeah. No problem. Like, this is great. Freaking fantastic. So, yeah, it's it's still going. Game of Thrones, you know, universe. There's a lot of, a lot of shady things happening. So I think it'll build up. There's four episodes left, I think. I think okay. there's only going to be ten episodes.
2: And, like, I, the first couple episodes, I was like, it's build up. And I'm like, it better not be the whole time. And it's not. It's not all build up. Like, we're getting some... Big bombs thrown in these episodes. Oh, yeah. It's great. Oh yeah.
0: It's great. <laughs> and that one lady who just kills herself with the dragon. It's yeah.
2: Tough. That was oh, tough. That was crazy. And then the people that die in the castle.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, there was this one lady and she has a pet dragon, but she's not fireproof and she was trying to give birth, but she couldn't give birth for some reason. So her option was to go outside and just ignite herself on fire. To put her but she put herself out of the misery. Well, oh yeah, what? So Ch- she was sh- childbirth. She, like, it was stuck or something. I don't know how childbirth works. I apologize. Okay. Well, and
1: I, I know if the, the babies. She was come mid-labor. out feet first because then like their their limbs get stuck. They got come out head first. So maybe the baby was like the wrong way, and they well, didn't she have was the just, technology to fix it. Well, yeah, I would assume. So she was just yeah. in labor. Okay, and have like, complications.
0: And yeah. just having complications. They couldn't get the baby out. She was just like in so much pain and it just wouldn't go away. So she went outside and she had her dragon light herself on fire.
2: And she like huh. kept telling the dragon like. Light me on it. fire. Yeah. Do it. And <laughs> the
1: dragon, like, the dragon uh, hesitated,
2: but. Eventually did it.
1: Oh, uh, because be like, friends. Yeah, yeah. it'd be like, it'd be oh, like telling her
2: your dragon. dog
0: to bite you or something. Dog's like, I'm not going to bite you. Oh. That huh. dragon's
3: huge. I think
0: it, yeah. Isn't it
2: like the biggest dragon? Yeah, it looked like it. At the time. Yeah
0: out crazy it's a good episode they're all good episodes
2: yeah for real
0: um what else is there speaking of not good episodes the rings of power did you the most recent episode i
2: didn't that's the one i haven't watched I- i'll watch it i'll keep up that's the only one i haven't seen
0: i mean it's getting a little bit better but it's still very bad you said we finally got a fight scene i mean yeah and it wasn't terrible <laughs> after five hours yeah <laughs> great so yeah, it was uh, two two of the different storylines combined. So now they're I'm assuming they're going to be one storyline, and they're uh, okay. setting up and they're we setting up uh some stuff for some of the main
2: characters think. met.
0: Yeah, I don't want to spoil it for you, but yeah, okay. It, I mean, it's it feels like it's going somewhere after five and a half hours. Dear God.
2: <laughs> Hopefully, it keeps going somewhere.
0: Hooray maybe? for the rings of power!
2: Yeah, I just it's still like. 80%, 90%, 90%, critically acclaimed. And then you see the
0: audience like, this is trash. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this so is they just trash. They can buy reviews. Oh, my God. Okay, we'll keep the train going for bad things. New episode of She-Hulk. Hooray. Uh, Nothing also really trash. Exciting. Yeah, nothing really. Daredevil's still not there. Nothing's really happening. I uh, haven't watched any of
2: that. I watched the first episode, and I'm, I'm done.
0: <laughs> yeah, they, they brought in some other characters that aren't daredevil after they tease daredevil, at like the end of episode four and yeah, just no one cares anymore. It just, it's, it's just chugging along. It'll eventually end. Please. <laughs> just be done. Yeah. that's awful. Um, ep- another episode of Andor came out. I watched that. You good. Yeah, it's okay. It's still going. People still really like, like still kind of build up. Well, no, I mean, it, it, it I mean, they're setting up what's happening. I wouldn't consider it buildup. It's just okay. a slow-paced show, and there's no references to anything else that's Star Wars, which people like.
2: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. That was that was one of the main issues I had with the um Solo movie. Like, if they made it not Solo, and they just made it another smuggler, I would have been happy.
1: That's like I'm not interested in learning how Han Solo got his his shirt. He got his or dice his gun or his name. Or his name. That was such a cool scene. did you see that was? Dumb no, scene? I, still, I haven't watched anything after Last Jedi, I haven't watched except Mandalorian. All right. Do you want to know how Han Solo gets his last name? No. Are you sure? Yeah.
2: Dude. Um, it's I'm 100 it's, it's it's sure. That I don't care. There's literally nothing to it. All right. Same, he, goes, he, same, goes,
0: he goes to like board like a ship or something and he's buying a ticket and he's like, Hi, I'm Han. And then he's like, What's your last name? And he's like, I don't have a last name. And he goes, Hmm, Han. Solo? (laughs) Dear God,
2: I wanted to die inside. And the, uh, dude, he has a lineage, like, of all the solos. Like, if you look in, like, all the books and stuff, that's why I was so mad. The books don't
1: matter, I know,
2: I know they don't, but, like, come on, you have so much content.
1: I know. It's the same thing with, like, the sequel trilogy, is they had it all, is they had it there and they just ignored it. they
2: have it, they don't even have to think.
1: Yeah, well, that's, when Disney Segal bottom, Children's they made course. all that stuff non-canon. So sad. So disappointing.
0: Anything else, Jack? You're making me mad. Um, <laughs> I'll go into some good stuff. Rick and Morty, new episode. I would say the scariest episode of Rick and Morty came out this week for Spooky Season. Ooh. Ooh. And it was pretty good. Um, so basically the episode's like Rick gets this device and like it lets you like do stuff when you sleep. So like uh, like Rick and Morty, like they do like uh, sit-ups when they're asleep so they get big abs and, like, uh, <laughs> Beth learns how to play the trumpet, and Summer learns Spanish, and um, Jerry writes to his sleep self as a pen pal. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's doing something productive, and Jerry just wants a friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's just funny. And um, so then the, the whole plot of the episode is that the the night people, they do the stuff, and one of the things that they do is clean the dishes, but Rick doesn't clean off his plate. So the night people try to take over the day people because Rick won't clean his plate. <laughs> <'Cause> he- <laughs> yeah, it's, it was a really good episode. Season six been going pretty well. Good. But I won't, I won't spoil it. the ending. Jer- Jerry may or may not save the day, believe it or not. His pen pal. His pen pal. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's good. It's a good time. And then I also watched, I saved this for last. This is the most important thing I watched this week. I watched a new movie. I watched Blonde.
1: Ah, yes, that is on my list.
0: Oh, the Marilyn Monroe? I watched the Marilyn Monroe biopic with Ana de Armas, and it is about the life of Marilyn Monroe on Netflix. It was very middle. It's very long. It was. It was almost three hours. Yeah. It's It's also uh, not true. It's a fictionalized version of Marilyn Monroe. It's very, it's fictional. Some of the events are kind of true. Like the things that she does, it focuses a lot on the negativity of her life, which people don't like. It, um, the Ana de Arms in it is fantastic. She's the best part of the movie. Like if she was not the main person, the movie would be actually bad. It'd be really bad, but she brings it up pretty well. Alright, well, it, did you watch anything else this week, Jack? Nope, that was it. That was everything I watched. Oh, okay, I can go into the news. We have the news. I forgot the news. We got news, so much news. news. news, news. Alright, let's think. What is some of the news this week? There was a trailer for The Last of Us TV show that's coming out next year. Apparently it's going to be pretty good. People are excited. Eh. Uh, that's what I thought, but people are excited. Uh, next thing in news Deadpool 3 Wolverine's coming back Will is not happy about it he said Logan was gonna be his
1: last what the heck well it's kill him off like be done yeah nobody knows how to be done with something anymore yeah the director like
0: he wasn't happy at first but then he he was like everybody chill he said I was just joking he's like I'm all good Logan will always be there the multiverse or prequel time warp or wormhole canon or non canon or without even any ration rationale I cannot wait to see the madness of what's going to happen. Because right after that news dropped, he tweeted the picture of Wolverine dying.
2: <laughs> so it's a young, it's a young Logan now, right? What? He's young again.
0: Well, yeah, he'll just be the younger Wolf version of Wolverine, not old man Logan. Yeah.
1: Here's an here's an int- uh, superhero movies need their scream moment. They've they've risen, they hit their peak about five years ago with Infinity I'd, War and Endgame. Not quite I'd, five yeah, years. 2017,
0: ago. 2018. Yeah. Those right were right there. They, they hit their they hit
1: their peak. Now they're really stale. They they need something like new.
2: That's what the boys is doing. I feel like that's what the boys does. Yeah. And yeah. that's what we need more like the boys.
1: Yeah, but the, and, and then that thing becomes stale.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But that's
1: yeah, but... that the what the boys in Invincible is doing, which that's the reason I didn't carry on with Invincible past the first episode because I was like, this is just the boys, but animated. But they're mm-hmm. they're the MCU is very stale. The MCU the MCU needs a change. Well, it's just, just it's quantity over quality. Exactly. And it's just they're they're pumping out all these things and not giving people the time to create something. It, it they're just all the same. Well, it's not even the time that they're giving people to
0: create. The reason they come out with these stale projects cuz they a lot of the writers that they hire for these projects don't have any writing credits because mm-hmm. they don't want in directors cuz they don't want people who have like actual experience that would fight back on in they just want people to give away creative control.
1: That's What they seem to be doing is they're like poaching indie directors. They're getting a lot of people who have done like one low-budget movie, and then that giving them like, a bunch of money to do a yes. Marvel movie where they can control them, since yes. they, they don't really have a name. Yes. And then they're like, oh, well, thank you for this opportunity, but now I'm done. <laughs> exactly. And then, get, and then they get stuck and can't actually do anything.
0: Yep. Well, moving on, though. There is going to be a new... <laughs> planet of the apes movie called kingdom of the planet of apes
1: does it go with the like war and dawn and stuff that were from a few years ago or is it a completely it is new going thing? to take place many years after the last trilogy okay,
0: uh-huh. okay. so i think it'll be a whole new thing
2: because it uh, the the new trilogy or the latest trilogy ended with like humans and apes like they're in, they're living their own lives right it was the snow I'm one. To remember it was
0: the snow movie it was war. how did it end? I can't remember. Um, I think he dies, doesn't he? Caesar.
2: The 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 main ape does, but what happens with the like the human
0: settlement and? Uh, I think it's kind of vague, but yeah, I think they all just kind the of disperse. Apes. Yeah. Um. Apparently, Harrison Ford is in consideration to replace General Ross in the MCU. Because so uh, William Hurd. Mm-hmm. Who plays the general in the Hulk movies and he's been in other Marvel movies, he died in real life. And they needed to recast him because one of the upcoming movies is called The Thunderbolts, which is like the Suicide Squad, but for the Avengers that he runs. But um you can't have General Ross. Well, you can't have the Thunderbolts without General Ross, basically. Hmm. Okay. That'd be like that'd be like making an X-Men movie, but like the guy who plays like Professor X dies. And you'd be like, well, now what do we do? <laughs> so I think Harrison. Ford, is hurt. Harrison Ford's like eighty-two Ford. or something. He's he's gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't I don't know, but see, we'll just see what happens. Um, there's gonna be a community movie comes out next year. Get excited! I'm very excited. Six I'm cautiously
1: movie? optimistic about.
0: Well, they've the always community. wanted to make a movie. That they have. That they have. But I think I think it'll be a good movie. Well, because they've. Because they've waited to make the movie until they had a good script, I would hope because it's been a long time
1: yeah you would hope so, but i mean in in my opinion, season four and season five of community are massive steps down from one two and three um I think you're thinking of five and six i am oh okay you said four it's and the, five. the last two seasons of community are bad
0: I don't think they're bad I do think they're steps down, but i still i think they're pretty good they bring in i i like some of the characters they bring in like they're not as good as the original characters, but I still think they're solid characters. I think they're good. Other character archetypes. Okay. Like, uh, the other old man they bring in, I think he's pretty good. It's a Blaine. It's Mike from breaking bad. And then they also bring in that one lady who's like the Dean's assistant, which I think she's pretty good too. Like, it's not as good, but I I think that it's still, I think it's still just a solid, well-written show, but the first seasons are definitely a lot better. I'm not disagreeing with that at all.
2: Yeah. I would say I put that on my list to do but dude there's so much to freaking watch and like i now i want to watch elm street like that all of those movies so dude i like so many movies i've been missing out so many years all these years so many good stuff there you I go. need to watch new things just gotta go watch the old um, stuff that's pretty much it the last other thing Bingo. is that like
0: christian christian bale wants to be in a star wars movie why i don't know he just christian bale's at the point of where He's done like every movie that he can think of. So he just wants to do like one or two movies just like in because he was gore in Thor Love and Thunder because he wanted to do a Marvel movie. And now he wants to do a Star Wars movie. And he was the best part of
1: Thor four. Yeah, you could tell he was taking it incredibly seriously. Yup.
0: Well, there's apparently a lot of cut footage that they didn't use for the movie that's like R rated. Ooh. And they've been. Yeah, it's not released, but apparently like they were like watching it after they took it because like Christian Bale was just going absolutely ham. And they were just like. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and then they cut it because jokes are funny.
1: I'd love an R-rated MCU movie. Give it with to me. Christian that's Dale. what that's what Multiverse of, Ma- Multiverse of Madness should have yeah. been an R-rated horror movie.
0: Yeah. Should have been. Wasn't that the goal at the beginning? Well, it was and then they fired the original director or something and
1: and Sam Raimi that, did it for a paycheck.
0: That that's usually what happens. It's usually like Marvel comes out with this cool idea and they get a big name for it, but then it's like they have disagreements on what's supposed to happen in the movie. And then the person who is going to make a good movie left. And then they get somebody who will just do whatever the studio wants. Yep, that's uh, that's pretty much it for the news. Yay, news. All right, next week is spooky season week Dose Do we have any ideas what we're going we to do? Maybe we could do Friday the 13th for you, Blade, if you want. Well,
2: so this week I'll probably, I, I can't go to movie night. So I'll be watching everything on my own.
3: I mean, we could still so do it, So is there though. anything,
2: yeah, we'll still do it. but. So I think that's a good movie cuz I <laughs> we'll just watch it at our own pace cuz it's not even like yeah the way will describes it it's not the best
1: <laughs> it I mean mm-hmm. it might be watchable in a movie night setting I mean like but like cuz watching those movies alone are fucking they can be boring rough. yeah hmm.
2: well I I I say we put it on this week I I kind I've been I'm curious
1: now okay
3: yeah
2: I well, kind
1: I, I want to see Jason okay well you won't yeah, the first one's his mom. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, then I I still want to
2: watch it, and then we'll have a movie night where we actually see Jason.
1: <laughs> okay, I mean, and
2: and, uh, and one of the prequels. Yeah, well, what, what or sequels? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Will's just like what? <laughs> sorry, my okay. bad. My bad. Sequels. All right,
1: I mean, we could do it like a slasher week or something.
2: Oh, okay. I feel like we've watched, we've already watched two slashers.
1: Yeah.
0: What?
2: What else is there?
1: Maybe I could I do sure. some of the classic ones. I probably should have put Friday the Thirteenth this week instead of Return of the Living Dead. We could do um, we would do we'll some classic do one slasher,
2: ones? and then two other genre.
1: Okay. Ooh. We'll do the we'll do the Friday, and then two. I other. I have an idea. Okay. So, do you want to do like a really wide horror gamut? So we could do like a Friday the Thirteenth. And then I could pick like a foreign, like an Italian horror movie. Gabagoo. Because those are real, real goofy and weird. Okay. Yeah, I'm done. Um, but those did go on to inspire like a, a lot of American horror movies. Like a lot of the Italian horror movies actually inspired like John Carpenter and stuff. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So we do one of those. We could do a Carpenter. Like one of John Carpenter's slightly lesser-known movies, like the Fall. We should do a.
0: Well, we should do like his original one, or we should do like the original Black Christmas or something.
1: Do we want you to do Black Christmas for like a Christmas time though?
0: Well, yeah, uh, or at least whatever his first movie was. Let me here. I'll I'll
1: I'll look at How what about, I got and I'll come. I'll, I'll yeah. we'll I'll spit out ideas out. to you guys and we'll we'll see. Cool.
0: And then the week after that, we'll do the Halloween, since Halloween, the last one, comes out.
1: Yes, so that's Halloween 1. Halloween
0: right? 2018, and then Halloween Kills, and then Halloween Ends will be in theaters.
1: Oh, okay. So this week, do we want to do the original Halloween? Well, we could, actually.
0: That might be a good idea, because then that way we'll do three movies for next week. it would be the whole new Halloween trilogy. Yeah. I like that idea. Okay. That, that's okay. fine.
2: Um, wh- what day does it come out
0: uh, next week that we can go see it? Well, it's the week after. I mean, I meant that, sorry, the week after. It's uh, like the 20th or something. Or no, it'd be like the 13th, my bad. Okay, I've, okay. Which is, okay. That'd be okay, the 13th.: okay. so Friday
1: the 13th. Well, okay, Halloween, Friday the 13th, and then I'm, I could pick an Italian giallo, which is basically the Italian slasher and actually what came before American slashers. Oh okay. So we could do, Let's do it. We could do those or I could pick another trashy American slasher. Up to you. I'm fine with whatever. Okay. The Italian ones have more craft <laughs> than than some of the American ripoffs like the Prowler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or the tool, The Prowler. The driller killer. The Spider Man villain, the Prowler. Yeah. Mm. The guy wears like a motorcycle helmet. He does. He's purple. <laughs> Not quite. Well, the <laughs> prowler and Spider Man is yes yeah he is and
0: then so cool so then we'll do the halloweens and then the week after that which would be like the weekend of like the 22nd that is the that is the rock he's back we'll do two halloween movies but then we also have the rock he's superman black adam baby it's happening okay i'm excited
2: so we're doing two horror movies in the rock (laughs)
0: yes (laughs) cool it's about drive it's about
1: power (laughs)
0: So do we want to um... what about
1: um the Doom movie with the rock? Oh, we should make that actually a rock week. Yeah. Oh, we
0: could. We'll see if we can find the scariest rock movies. Doom. Yes. It's they're literally fighting demons. And then we'll find another scary rock
1: movie like the League of Super Pets or something, and then we'll watch <laughs> that along. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Ooh, that too. I don't think he's in that. But it's one of those made Sean Connery quit acting. It was so bad. You could do the. the whatever, they're not the nice
0: guys. I don't know. It's the one movie that they did the remake for that's like Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg, I think. But then Samuel Jackson and The Rock die. In the, the other beginning. guys, the other guys. Yeah. And they're in it for like three seconds. Yeah, that's funny.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: so, yeah, that is it, I think. Unless we miss anything. Blaine, did you miss anything? No, I don't Will, think so. Slap a like, I did not. Baby. Okay, good. Okay, good. Well, you can. Do our outro. You can email us at dukesnukespod at gmail.com. You can also leave us a five-star review on the Apples, the Spotify's, or anywhere else you happen to be listening to this podcast. But those are the two favorites. They're the two favorites. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at dukesnukespod at gmail.com. I put up maybe one tweet. I did. I put up last week's episode, I think. Um, thank you, Will, for editing and our music. Thank you to Blaine for having a dog and doing the trivia and final facts. That was your new thing. Yay. And thank you, random person, for listening. Okay. Anything else we thank, need? Thank you. Goodbye. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> I guess we are done. All right. Everybody, we are here. We're welcoming back everybody to Duke Snooks. We're on episode Blaine. Give me the number. 16 beautiful fantastic you did it. all right uh for welcome to dukes dukes for movies and tvs and pop culture discussions i am here with blaine he has a dog and he sometimes does trivia but now it's every week so he kind of always does trivia.